You're listening to Bill Learns Kingdom Hearts, Season 3, Episode 26, titled... Another Secret. Welcome everyone, this is Jim, along with Bill, and it's time for the finale of Bill Learns Kingdom Hearts Season 3. Bill, how are you doing today? I'm doing good. It's, you know, it feels weird that we're at the very end of Season 3, but here we are. And we'll have a little news about the next season, uh, but although not much, because there's a lot of things that still need to be finalized. Uh, we have Bill's Board of Love and Hate that's going to be resurrected for this episode because I feel like it's been dead since we haven't done it in so long at this rate. <laughs> Let's give a quick recap, make sure we're on the same page for that. Currently on your Board of Love and Hate, on the Love column, most loved right now is Riku, then Donald, then Maleficent, then Sora, then Fake Riku, then Mickey Mouse, then Axel then Zaldin, then Pete, and then Kyrie. You have a to-be-determined, which you must make a decision today about, in Yen Sid, and in your most hated, up at the top, Ariel, then Leon, then Jiminy Cricket, then Vexen, then Zexion, then Ansem, then Jack Sparrow, and finally Mushu. Are we on the same page in regards to that? Yes. Okay. But first, uh, one thing I want to, we're going to do a quick watch here with you and get your reaction. Much like the first game, when you beat it and you do certain prerequisites, you get a secret movie, the secret ending to Kingdom Hearts 2. And we're going to have you watch it right now on here and get your reaction. Here we go. All right. thing up here on the right so I'm not blocking you. Again, just picture you beat Kingdom Hearts 2 and now this all of a sudden plays. Mm -hmm. Very reminiscent of like the first one where it's just like, what? <laughs> what in the world is this? Yeah, it is. How's the volume, by the way, for you? It's good. Okay. 
lot of fighting going on, wouldn't you say? I love it, after all that. Don't forget Disney, too. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still here. That's right. <laughs> all right, so uh, overall, your thoughts. Let's get some Let's get some reaction from you here. Oh, wow. Took my breath away, honestly. Um, it was... I, I, I try not to use this phrase, but it's kind of true. It was action-packed. Mm-hmm. Um, I did not see that twist coming at the or towards the end when um when when uh, that the the villain had Sora held up like that, mm-hmm. and you know Kyrie has this look of fear, this look of worry. Well, the, I don't. I think it's pretty clear it's not Kyrie. I don't. Well, you it know might the not pr- be. well, you know you you know the. And I think you, what you mean is is Roxas. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, but why is he here? That's a good question. That's a very good question. Maybe maybe Sora went on a vacation and Roxas was asked to take his place. So do you I have don't... any? And you so you don't have any theories in regards to this? No. Well, the the only no, no, I don't. Okay. I was gonna come up with some bullcrap, but <laughs> like, no, I better not lie to myself. All right, let's go to your board of love and hate, Bill. So we already named everyone that's there. Right. I'm going to give you. Mm, I'm gonna give you three moves only. However. This board is going to be a, a having a lot of names right now, and some of them might not be 
representative of how you currently feel about them, because some people you've not seen since then. Right. So what I'm going to do is this. Everyone outside of the top three are now going to be off the board. Okay. So that means that your new board of love and hate to narrow things down, and that means even if they were there before, one of your moves could be to add them back on at maybe a different spot. Your love column has Riku, Donald, and Maleficent, and that's it right now. And your hate column has Ariel, Leon, and Jiminy Cricket right now. Uh, Yen Sid will have to be made, uh, a decision will have to be made, but he's separate than the three moves that you can make. So do you want to do the three moves first, or do you want to do Yen Sid first? Let's do Yen Sid first. Okay, so I'm going to give you another reminder of who's on this board before you make start moving things around. On the love side, you have as most loved Riku, then Donald Duck, and then Maleficent. On the hate side, you have Ariel as the most hated, Leon, and then Jiminy Cricket. Okay. So Yen Sid is going to go... Ooh. Yen Sid will go to... Only because we never got to see him again, I'm going to put him on the hate side. Okay, where on the hate side is he going? Meaning, uh, is it Ariel, Leon, and Jiminy Cricket? Is he on the bottom? Is he in the middle of two people? Is he on the top for some reason? He's in the middle of two people. Okay. He's going to be in the middle of Ariel and Leon. Okay, so we'll put Jens in there. All right, so that means our new... Hate column is the most hated is Ariel, then Yen Sid, then Leon, and then Jiminy Cricket. Mm-hmm. All right, so it's time for your three moves or ads. Like I said, now a lot of people got off the board, so this is a great time for you to rearrange things if you wanted to in an easy way. Um, I actually am going to rearrange here. So I'm going to go to the love column, and I'm going to... And maybe this will surprise you, maybe it won't, and I'll explain in a minute. Mm-hmm. I'm going to take Maleficent off the love board okay. and replace her with Sora. And okay. the reason that I made that decision is because of how I thought she kind of came off after that big ending of the first half of the season Mm -hmm. she basically kind of came off as a very secondary character that had absolutely nothing to do and it kind of became nothing all she did was like look for a new castle and it really didn't be it just didn't become anything i think that's a fair assessment and and as I've said to you many times, and I've said I think on here how much I love the the Maleficent character. Period. I just did not like what they did with this with her in the second half of the game. So mm-hmm. she's gonna go off the board and is gonna be put or replaced with Sora. Okay. All right. You have a second move now. Okay. So my second move. I'm going 
to, and this one may surprise you. I'm going to remove Leon from the hate board. Okay. And I'm going to put Jiminy Cricket above Yensid. Okay, so then if I'm so if I'm not mistaken, then it's going to be Ariel, Jiminy Cricket, then Yensid. Yes. Okay. So let me and explain why and while I change it on my end. Okay. So Leon here in the second game. I thought became a much better character than he was in the first game. And I didn't feel as if he had that kind of moody feeling, if you kind of know what I mean. Yeah, like definitely. He's not, he's not jealous anymore. That's what it is, mm. is he's not jealous anymore. Like, he understands why this person is, you know, why why this person has the Keyblade, and that's where, hmm, excuse me, that's where I feel like, you know what, I'm perfectly okay with this. I can, I can live with this, so... Sure. So Leon's going to go off that board. Jiminy Cricket's going to go up to number two, and Yensid's going to go to number three. Okay. All right, so that's what... Okay, so then Ariel, Jiminy Cricket, then Yensid. That's what you want. Yes. Okay. I'm just, I misunderstood you. I had Yensid in the middle, so i got to just change that. And then okay. you have a third move. Oh, man. This this one's going to be tough. Um... I... <sighs> I think Okay, so my three on the love board is Riku, Donald, and Sora, right? Correct. That is correct. Oh gosh. I know we took a lot of characters off now for you to I possibly know. get on. <laughs> um I'm gonna put I'm gonna put Ansem the Wise in. Okay. And he is going to go... Okay. Alright, so this is the move. Okay, go ahead. I'm gonna take Donald off the board. Okay. I'm gonna put Sora back at two. Mm-hmm. And I'm gonna put Ansem the Wise at three. And my reason for taking Donald off the board is because here, I mean, he had, I had no problem with him, but it, it just felt like he didn't do much in the game. Okay. Uh, And with Ansem, the wise, I felt. There was a lot more to him. Right. There was a, a lot to understand, a lot to, like, get the background, and it's like, I can kind of relate to him. Right, you learned all about his transition on how he became Diz. I mean, a lot of that was helpful through the Secret Ansem reports, really. Right. Right, so that's why I have him on the board. Okay, 
Now, the next thing I'm going to do before we just have a, a general discussion here is I do have another thing to share with you. I'm just pulling it up now. But, so after you, after you wind up beating everything, there is a portal that appears in Disney Castle. Hmm. It's one of those okay. things that says, oh, what is this mysterious portal? And then in a second here, I'm going to share screens with you again. Okay. But I'm looking to see where that button is. I always tend to lose it. Here it is. And, I mean, this is, so what I'll probably do is I'll play this the first part and then skip the battle part and then go to the end. Now, do you see anything on my side? Yes, I do okay, see. Okay, great. So... Let's start this right now. This is kind of similar to when there was the secret boss ending of the of season one. Mm -hmm. I say that because I don't think there's any voice acting in this. Okay, I see a cloud of dust. Oh, I have it on mute. <laughs> Then a keyblade. Who are you? I know you, we've met before, way back when. It wasn't not the one I chose. So see what I mean by there's no voiceovers, just like mm -hmm. that one from the first game? Yeah. I mean, this guy's pretty hard. I, I remember that much. I don't think I ever actually beat him. So, I mean, this fight will go on for a while. So, but let's skip to the end. I think there's, like, one little part of it at the end. Okay. But I think there's, like, an end scene. Maybe there's not. <laughs> oh, no, there is. Okay. I didn't remember. That's it. Your power. That's what I felt within you. And then it just goes back to just hanging out like he was before. No. All right. All so, right. what did you uh, did you get? Any, take anything away from that? 
Mm, not really. I don't expect you to, to be honest with you. But it is interesting when you think back that, all right, after you beat the game, here's this optional boss. What does this mean? Mm-hmm. So there were a couple things I wanted to talk to you about because of... Well, first, let's mention the next season. So I don't yeah. know right now how it's going to work, but here's what I know for sure. For at least the next season... Uh, we're breaking off from the half-hour watch format. Now, this season, it took us two, like, a divided season to get through this whole game because it was so huge. Mm-hmm. But next season, we're actually going to try to go through three games in one season. And the way we're going to do that is this se- the next season, for the most part, at least 80% of it, and maybe more when I figure out exactly what I what I want to happen is going to be a watch along. Right. Um, there are three games that I'm going to try to get through, and they're not going to be divided in half hour. There's no way that that would even be possible. But um, you know, and 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 to also be like you know 13 episodes, so. We're probably going to do some kind of special between now and that next season just to kind of clarify this, but that's the plan. Now, Bill, I think it's important that, I guess to understand that at this point, most people probably ended the series here. Right. At Kingdom Hearts 2, and I say this because, and I touched on it last week, or last episode... That it was fairly easy to continue playing Kingdom Hearts back around this time when Kingdom Hearts 1 came out on PlayStation 2 and Kingdom Hearts 2 came out on PlayStation 2 as well. Mm-hmm. And even the game in between, Chain of Memories, yeah, you had to have a Game Boy Advance, but I mean, some people I'm sure just played it on an emulator and a ROM. Yeah. So it wasn't that hard, but now, and I don't know if this is the exact order, like the next three games, one of them is on the Nintendo DS. Okay. Another one is on the PlayStation, no, the, was it, the PSP. Mm-hmm. And then another one <laughs> was on a mobile flip phone that was only available in Japan. Oh, God. <laughs> so... It got much harder to follow the series, and so I think that I think that's one of the other reasons. And plus, if you think about it, this game feel the ending feels more other other than the secret movie mm-hmm. and what I showed you. It seems more conclusive than the first one did. Absolutely. Uh, do you want to say why you felt it felt more conclusive? When I watched the end, um, there just felt like it was like a certainty that it was over. Like, it just felt. Everything was done every comp you know everything was accomplished and it was it it was the end it just felt that way right and i think maybe 
at the time when they made it, uh, the people that made the game probably had that same thought too. Like, we've done it. We can't go any more than we have. This is it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they were like, okay, we did Heartless and the, the Heartless boss was the first game. The second game was the Nobody boss. And okay, we're good here. Even to the point where... You know, Kyrie says to Sora and Riku, you're home, and there's no real... Like, when you look at the ending of Kingdom Hearts 1, there's a lot mm-hmm. of questions there, where, okay, they close the door, so what happens to Mickey and Riku? And they even have the post credit scene of Pluto showing them the letter, and they're going to go search for Riku and Mickey. Right. This one, on the other hand... We saw that everyone's united at the end. And not only that, we also saw that there was a letter in a bottle, but you could just assume that's for whatever. Like, oh, Mm -hmm. they're going to have another adventure, but it's not something that is a very... There's nothing clear that's like, oh, this is what the adventure is. It's a very open thing. So, like, through the rest of the time, you could just assume that they're all just kind of hanging out with each other. Yeah. Hell, for all we know, it could be just Mickey is inviting Sora and Riku for tea. I don't know. It, like exactly, it doesn't. It's not necessarily bad at all. Like there's no indication of it being good or bad. And then you got to see Roxas and Nominee kind of in Sora and Kyrie, so you know that they'll always stay together. It's mm-hmm. very, very conclusive. It definitely is. Like. I, I don't think there's any other way to put it, except it just felt conclusive. Now, over how do, and this is something we kind of touched on a little bit on the last episode, and I want to go more in depth with you about it. I mentioned how Kingdom Hearts 1 and 2 are, were easily sought for because they're both on the same video game console. Mm-hmm. Chain of Memories was not. Yeah. How would you? How do you think that you would deal, or that your understanding of this series would be without Chain of Memories? I definitely would be confused with with like Nominee and the whole backstory with her and Sora and. And then some of like the members of Organization Thirteen as well. Mm-hmm. And any time they mentioned Chain of Memories, I probably would have ignored it. Like I wouldn't have put two and two together that it was a video game. Right. I think what's also interesting about Chain of Memories is they do kind of treat it just like it is in the story. Meaning, the end of Chain of Memories, Sora doesn't like remember he has to give he has to have that choice he can either sleep and forget all his memories that happened in chain of memories Mm -hmm. or he doesn't and he chose to go to sleep because he wants his real memories back right and then it carries on because every time someone talks to him that might have mentioned chain of memories like i don't know what they're talking about because he doesn't remember exactly supposed to remember all he all Jiminy Crick was able to write was thank nominee. And that's kind of where he stands. So it's interesting to me that the game that a lot of people probably were 
were not able to play, they lean into them like, don't worry, that Sora doesn't remember it either. <laughs> so overall, and I'm talking about all three games here, or all three stories, I guess you would yes. say. Like, what are you getting the most out of, and, and what, like, don't you care about? We kind of touched on this a little last episode, but I kind of want to get more from you from this because now that you've had some time to really think about it. Well, the thing that I get the most out of is the relationship between Sora and Kairi. Okay. And and you can make the same argument for Sora and Riku as well. However, with Sora and Kairi, I think there's just something different, something special something unique about that relationship where okay. whereas with Sora and Riku it could be like a best friend situation where like oh they love each other they hate each other they love each other they hate each other with Sora and Kairi at first like from the first game it's like oh they're friends mm-hmm. you know but as you go along it almost is like they might be more than just friends. Right. And then I think it kind of was shown when they are reunited that maybe there's more. Sure. To that friendship. Now, how, so, how would you feel about the like or overall, like, how do you feel about how the original characters work out with? The Disney characters, because again, this is two separate worlds. Like you don't really expect in something like this, you know, Goofy and Donald Duck. Like it's it was at that time certainly a concept that many people were thinking, oh, I, we really don't think that's gonna work. And honestly, they would make a good argument because I I think overall with Disney video games, there are mm-hmm. definitely more misses than hits. Yeah. In general. At first, I thought it was an odd combination. Like, Donald and Goofy, I get. But to put them with the main character. Like, at first, it's like, huh. It's unique. It's different. However, as you go along, it's almost like you have this feeling of... They actually fit together like it like the combination works whereas if it was say just Sora and Mickey it would be like you'd have an alpha male and an alpha male right I gotcha so that's where I think the combination of Sora Donald and Goofy actually kind of works in this case Mm -hmm. okay Bill, do you have any final thoughts as we close off this season in regards to the games or any plot, any theories or predictions for the future? I know it's kind of hard to tell it because, again, everything right. seems very conclusive right now. I think as far as the games go, um, and, and I was thinking about this a, a little bit after the last episode, I think the first one is still my favorite of the three okay because it's the beginning and sometimes 
the beginning is the best part, like, is the best. Sure, I could see that, yeah. And then with Kingdom Hearts 2 and Chain of Memories, that one's a toss-up. I, I, I think it would depend on how I'm feeling on a certain day, like, which one is the better of the two. Mm-hmm. And right now, I'm feeling Kingdom Hearts 2 would be second place. Only because of what we said, we felt like, or yeah, we felt like there was an end to this. Mm-hmm. Whereas with Chain of Memories, which is not a bad game, it's not. It's just, like you said, it's something that people probably did miss. And then it's also kind of like a continuing of kingdom hearts one and it's like you have to have kind of a conclusion of kingdom hearts one even though it's not kingdom hearts one well yeah because the it's the memories of sora in castle oblivion so it's kind of like all right we've been to all these worlds already Mm -hmm. there's a lot of repeat there in in some ways yeah but all right, Bill, why don't you tell people where they can find you, and then I'll tell people where they... Well, I'll tell people where they can find me first, and then we'll go with you. Um, you can find me at thatspodcasting.com, and that's podcasting on Instagram and Twitter. Bill, where can people find you? People can find me on Twitter at House of Bill, and you can find me on Instagram at MrBilliam85. All right, thank you everyone for listening. And like I said, you'll probably get a some kind of short update before the next season because uh, there's still a few things we got to figure out in regards to this. But it will not be the traditional format. In fact, in the future, it might be more of a watch along series due to things that are transpiring over with me. So again, we'll see. But for sure, next season definitely will be a all-watch-along series, but the lengths will be different times. And with that in mind, we'll catch you next time for some more Bill Learns Kingdom Hearts.